Hello and welcome back to another episode of that podcast. My name is Ryan Janke and as always, I'm joined by Pastor DJ Lura, Sarah DeYoung, Brinley Donut, and Emma Hovdenis. Look at that, you hit it just right. Man, she's way better at this than I am. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, wait, hold on. (laughs) No, wrong one. So, yeah, we just got back from Kansas City. We talked about that like two episodes ago, I think, yeah. that we were going to head down there. Yep. And we went and we made it home. You came, all good things, you saw. All good things. We conquered and we're back now. Conquered yep. and you're back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we thought it would be cool to have a couple participants come on. Wonderful. And talk about it. So we've got Brinley and Emma here with us. How are you guys Thank- doing? Good. We're doing good. Good. Right. You ready for this? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> So that, that's a solid maybe yeah. between the two of them. Yep, yep, between the two, yeah. So so how was the trip? It was fun and really eye-opening, I feel like. Yeah? Like mm-hmm. like how? Um, just seeing stuff I've never really seen before, kind of. Okay. Brindley, how about you? Well, I feel like it was good, in my opinion, because I made bonds with people like I usually wouldn't of made bonds with and sure. I saw a lot of like things you know you wouldn't see in Fargo so I really enjoy the trip cool how is their volume do they need to pull the mic back and forth when they're talking did you look it's it'll be good we're good yeah, yeah I think okay. so all right cool you, you bring up uh, an interesting question that I have so what does Kansas City have that Fargo doesn't have um I feel like it just I've never really seen like there's just been a lot more ups and downs in this town you can see. Like, oh. there's um, really nice places, and then there's some really rough places. And in Fargo, what you can see is there's one patch of, like, little more, like, nicer places, and mm-hmm. then a little bit more rougher places. Okay. And you can see the difference. But in Kansas City, it's just, like, throughout the whole city. Oh, and sure. in Fargo, I feel like you don't really see that much, kind of. When you first said that, what I thought is, well, you're just saying that Fargo is <laughs> flat, because it is, and <laughs> Kansas City has hills. It yeah. is an eye-opener. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. Um, so what I thought would be fun, we have a bunch of pictures, and for those of you who listen uh, on Google Podcasts or Spotify or things like that, flip over to the YouTubes. Because I'm going to put these pictures on YouTube uh, so that you can see what we're talking about at the same time. We're just going to go through these pictures and uh, we'll let um, Sarah and and DJ look at them too. It, but you guys just tell me what's going on. And, and well, you guys weren't in the same group. No, we weren't. So how did that work? I mean, it was different. But so we went down. There were there were twenty of us. Uh, no, 18 of us. I'm sorry. There was 20 when we had the CSM staff with us, but we went in two groups and because of the, the van situation, one group had eight and the other one had 12. And so we would, um, pretty much split up in the morning and, and go our separate ways and then come back in the evening. We all kind of did the same service stuff for the most part, but there were some things that one group got to do that the other one didn't. So, um, I was with Brinley's group and Emma was in the other group, obviously, and we ate at different places and, and things like that. Maybe we should talk about their, your favorite, your favorites first. Like what was your favorite service project to do? Um, mine was definitely the project cure. I think it was really cool that we were underground and like just doing the stuff that, you know, can make an impact on the world. Like, for example, my group was, like, packaging up hospital beds, Mm -hmm. and we were sending them to Ukraine, which I think is pretty cool, because then they're not just doing it to the U.S., like, they're doing it everywhere. And, Brindley, what was that one called? Project? Project Cure. Cure. (laughs) Okay. Yep. So, and and she mentioned that it was underground. Mm -hmm. So, it was old, I believe, um, uh, was it Lime? Mines? Yeah, it was mm. like a limestone. Lime, limestone mines? Mm-hmm. So yeah, really? Was, so yeah, it was totally, it was called Subtropolis. Oh. And you, you go underneath, and it was so big that they actually had um, labeled uh, like streets and avenues, I guess. I mean, they didn't yeah. call them avenues or things like that, but you would go to a section and it would be like uh, 8,600 
row or whatever, 8,400 row. And then you'd have to find your, they had addresses down there. Otherwise you couldn't find anything. When we first drove in, we drove in the wrong end Mm -hmm. and we were driving forever down there Mm -hmm. because we couldn't find where we were supposed to be. So so all of Subtropolis is Project Hope or were they like one thing of like many different organizations down there? Project Cure. um, But no, that was one. What did I say? Project Hope. Oh, sorry. Yeah, one little minuscule. Uh, it was it, that was just one place out of a lot. They, there were. I didn't look at the names and stuff like that, but they had like loading docks for places. So there were wow. eighteen wheelers coming in and out of there. I mean, I don't know if they had restaurants. Like I've I don't know. Never heard of this before. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, <laughs> so the the, I think it was Tuesday night. And you guys didn't wake up to the t- tornado sirens, did you? No, we didn't. It was like one thirty in the morning, and I had earplugs in, and all of a sudden I'm like, like I, eyes kind of flutter a little bit, and I'm like, I think I hear sirens. And I wake up, pull out one earplug, yep, those are sirens. <laughs> so I go out in the hallway and look out the window, and the trees are like rustling a little bit. And then I, I went on my phone and looked at the radar, and it had already passed us. But I found out the next day that if it's in the county, they they sound the sirens for the entire Did you have county. the uh, North Dakota moment where you're like, why am I hearing sirens? It's not even the first Wednesday of the month. <laughs> it's not 1 o'clock on Wednesday. Um, but that morning then, they didn't have any power in Subtropolis. So it was totally Whoa. dark down there. Did you know about that, Emma? Yeah, they had no power. So that, that would have been a little freaky, I think. Do people yeah. live down there too? No, I don't think so. Okay. I think it's just businesses. Interesting. Oh, wow. Yeah, and then like Brinley said, they they used uh, strapping to strap beds together that were going to Ukraine. And um, the the rest of us were sorting supplies. Okay. Which was right in Emma's mom's wheelhouse because she's a nurse. So, um, yeah, that that was neat. And I got injured down there. You oh got injured. I, I did. Yeah. How'd you get injured? <laughs> All right. Oh, no. <laughs> so if you were going to make a was, shark. Was there a mutiny or something from <laughs> your group? No, that was later. Oh, okay. <laughs> if, if you were going to make a sharp object that had a cap on it, would you make the cap sturdy enough to keep the sharp object inside? You'd hope so. That yeah. sounds fairly reasonable. Well, it should. So I have a habit. Oh, no. Is there a class action lawsuit coming? Well, I don't know. I'm going to let it go because we were on a mission trip. But I have this habit where I, if I have a pen with a cap, I put the cap on and then I smack it on my palm like this. Mm-hmm. So the lady gave me a scalpel. Emma's laughing. Oh, no. It's not funny. The lady gave me a scalpel to cut open boxes with. Uh-huh. And it had a cap. Not even thinking, I put the cap on and went like that. And it my hand was like a bubbling crude of blood. It like, went right it, through the cap. It did, right through the cap and into my palm. And there was blood everywhere. <laughs> it's a scalpel. You're lucky yeah. you didn't stab all the way through your hand. It hurt. Oh, I bet it did. I told everybody that I did. Yeah. I did. You went around and you were like, hey, guys, I just cut my hand. Yeah. (laughs) Stabbed right through my hand. Did you have to go to the the hospital? No, it was a Band-Aid. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) A a Band-Aid for what did you call it? The the bubbling pool of blood in your hand? Yep. The gusher? Mm. Yep. Oh. Was it spraying? No. It was like a bubbling crude. It just like oh. it was like a, like a, a a filling bathtub in my palm. I just cupped my palm like so this. So they're never going to invite you back because now you just threw off well, their like came. injury, like yeah. needle poke. We came back the next day. It okay. said like three hundred days since last injury. Somebody's wow. erasing it. Zero. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, well, Emma, you you guys were there too, right? Yeah. Uh, what was your favorite part of that? Wait, wait, hold on, real quick, because I, I want to ask this too. So. Now that you're back and your hand is healed up, yeah, do you still do that with pens? Yeah, like you still, oh my God. yeah, <laughs> never yeah. learn. I'm learn 44 nothing. now. I learn can't nothing. change. I'm too old. I'm too old. Too old. He's old. <laughs> yeah, it did start to smell a bit like almonds for a while, though. Oh man, that's but it's good now. Yeah, I thought it was going gangrenous on me. So, Emma, what was your favorite part in Subtropolis? Um, we also got to do Project Cure and. What I did is I sorted through um, medical supplies, and there were, like, donated medical supplies, and we had to, like, sort through needles, like, respiratory 
supplies and like bandages and we did that for like about two hours I think and um we got to um just do that for a while and it was really fun that was probably my favorite part just like sorting medical supplies sure what was your favorite overall service project or was that it too um we got to go to the amethyst place and it was a place for women in recovery after giving birth or like they have um kids that they can't really take care of well they can take care of they just need like a safe place to stay and we got to hang out with the kids for about an hour and a and 45 minutes oh fun and nice. um yeah we just got to let the moms like relax and we just got to hang out with the kids so okay very cool um so what were some of the uh, i'm trying to remember some of the other service projects that we did like so we, we was it just you guys on site like or were there any other churches there no we were the only one on site we got to stay at mid-america nazarene university nice so this yeah. is the first mission trip i've ever gone on where i got an actual bed Man. So I don't know how I'm going to wow. do it in three weeks when we go to Alaska and sleep on an air mattress. Right. Man. So um, Luxury. Yeah. It was living Not in luxury. Barely roughing it's it. Air conditioned. Except yeah. you guys didn't have AC the first night, right? No. No, it, it was, was a real- sauna. In <laughs> <laughs> was it hot? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was really hot? Yeah. Well, relatively speaking, yes. I mean, we were coming from we were coming from Fargo, where it was like probably sixty degrees, and then it was about eighty five there. Okay, but this week um, they've got temperatures into the hundreds down there. Right, right. Well, we'll be joining them. We'll we'll be there too. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, we were in dorms. So there was um, the girls were in one, and we were in another. Um, They were they were locked off. We had cards to get in, so we could scan scan cards to go in mm-hmm. and then um we were connected by a, a common a commons area where there was a little kitchen and and stuff like that um but yeah they we had dorms and so we had the like the communal showers and stuff like that mm-hmm. so it was good <coughs> how was the food it was delicious yeah mm-hmm. the so good what yeah. were what, what did you have suppers on site at the at the dorm or you went and you tried the local cuisine yeah um yeah we went to um <clears throat> we went to different like cultural restaurants so there was like vietnamese um ethiopian thai and then we got to well my group at least got to go to this pizza place but oh okay what was your favorite um the thai probably the thai? yeah did you like all of them i mean did you had you ever tried vietnamese or ethiopian before vietnamese wasn't my favorite okay i don't know why but it just wasn't my favorite yeah our group our group also got to have um um greek greek food yeah Mm. so turn the mic like like euros that's exactly what we had Mm. yeah tzatziki sauce Mm -hmm. getting hungry it's almost lunch yeah (laughs) so yeah brinley what what was your favorite food well i had the um chicken shawarma at the greek place and that was my favorite it was really good we also got like a side of I don't know what was, like, the seasoning or anything, but it was fries, and there was, like, seasoned, mm-hmm. I don't know. It w- Greek was my favorite, but um, I'm glad I went out of my comfort zone because usually I'm a picky eater, and I tried everything, and I, you know, I wasn't like, ew, this is gross. Like, yeah. I ate everything, so I'm glad I tried. Good. Yeah. Stuff. So, so is chicken shawarma in your usual rotation now? You're adding that to, like... Tuesday no. nights, I, I hope. chicken shawarma night. Yeah, I need to tell my mom. mom. <laughs> Tuesday nights, chicken shawarma night. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> no, you know, I was, um, our group had um, the, yeah, Vietnamese, uh, Thai, um, um, Greek, and uh, Ethiopian. And I was impressed because all the, like, you know, you're a parent. You're a parent. Uh, you go into, uh, we have, we have, a uh, one of the, one of the girls, grandma's here too. Um, but we, uh, um, you go in with your kids and you're like, oh boy, mm-hmm. how's this going to go? Mm-hmm. But they all ate everything. It was That's great. great. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. My, well, I'm, I'm really happy to hear that you guys were, were wonderful, uh, ambassadors for Christ, like it says in, in the book of in Corinthians, because um, that's what you were doing. You were going to share the love of Jesus and and also experience um, more of the world, experience um, a whole new place, just yeah. like you mm-hmm. said. And uh, to hear that you guys were open 
to trying all this stuff just makes that makes me happy. I'm yeah. glad mm-hmm. to hear that. Yeah. And uh it's different if someone's like, I ain't eating that. Yeah, I had I had some concerns. I did. Uh, but um no, we didn't have any of that. And th- the tie was my favorite too. Really? Sure. Did, was the tie super hot? No. No, they really? she got she got mild for everything oh. that we that we had. Um she ordered mild for us. Okay. We had to order seconds of the Thai food. Oh. Um, we didn't get to do that. No? <laughs> well, I you guys have, got the mild, they got the hot. <laughs> I, I, I might have pushed it a little bit. Like, hey, we're still hungry. <laughs> but the Vietnamese food was a close second. That was really good, too. So, yeah. What was your favorite service project, Ryan? Um, Not the one where I stabbed through my hand. Um, No, that one was good. I liked that one. We did that two days project here. We also did, our group uh, served at a thrift store um, where I also bled. Um, what? what? Yeah. You did, Brian, you know the blood, sweat, and tears thing. That's figurative. You don't need to take it literally, right? Well, I made up for no tears by an extra blood, I okay. guess. You know, um, Sarah, uh, Ryan and um, Jen are now old hats. They've done this. They've, they've done two years of mission trips together. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're not done with the second one well, yet. Don't, well, don't get... Well, we need knock so, on far, <laughs> so far... So far... Don't jinx us. They have not hospitalized any children. No ER visits. That was a theme on the trip, wasn't it? No, no ER visits. Our, our previous high school youth I was director say, had, we a, had a couple issues with that. <laughs> we so did, yeah. This is successful. As I, as I told Jen, as long as you guys bleed and you bring back most of the kids, you call that a win. Yeah, most That's of the win. kids. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Zach and I were two for two on ER visits when, <laughs> when we were out. No, we were at the the thrift store, and and I was in charge of the of the 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 price tag. Oh no, machine. <laughs> and we were almost done. We were almost done. I had three left and I was like, oh, I don't want to leave three. So I was in a hurry and I, yeah, I, I shot the thing right into my finger. Did you bleed for that one too? I bled, but, and I did finish my three. Was I just it the made same sure. Hand? Did, yeah. Oh, your left hand hates your guts. Yeah. <laughs> so at least it wasn't, at least it wasn't my driving hand. Yeah. There you go. You can, you know, this this one, you can hold out the window, your left hand, let the air do its work. Yep. So here's a real important question for you guys. How was Ryan's awesome mixtape this time around in the travel? Um, (laughs) I think that Ryan, it's hit or miss for him. What? (laughs) Because if he plays like Dum Dum or Church Clap or any of that, W. But if he plays... What did what did you play? London Bridges by Fergie? <laughs> yeah. Yes. If he plays that, L. Yeah, they you know, they're not so much into like um Jefferson Airplane or things like this. The classics. A yeah. bunch of heathens yeah. that's who you had yeah. with you. Yeah. Let let Emma speak. Maybe she's um, choose okay. your words carefully now. <laughs> Don't get too excited. Um so I feel like it needs some work. Um, <laughs> they're so nice about their criticisms for you, Ryan. I love work. it. There's some good songs and there's some bad songs. Um, they sound like American Idol uh, mm. judges. Uh, at least they're not Simon, I guess. <laughs> it was truly dreadful. <laughs> but there was some good songs, like Buttermilk Biscuits. That's always going to be a good one. Nice. I feel like Ryan's songs have like a trend. You hate it at first, it starts to grow on you, and then you love it. Yep. And, like, it's just, it's a process. But some of those songs, it'll never happen to. Like, you'll just always hate them. But then, like, a few of them, you'll love them. But, yep. like, it's just a process, and it depends. But. That, that's true. It never fails. All the noobs yep. on the mission trips, I play Buttermilk Biscuits, and they're sitting there going, this is weird. This is, I don't like this. This is weird. And then I look over at the other adult on the trip, and I'll be like, give it an hour. Give it time. Yeah. They're going to be asking. About well, 45 minutes later, can you play the biscuit song again? <laughs> yeah. Is it because it's the only other better option compared to what's being played? No, I don't think so. Mm. I, I, I nodded. I, what? <laughs> yeah. I let you guys pick songs. But then you'd like, you'd sneak your songs in. <laughs> and we'd be sitting there being ready to sing to our song. But then you'd be singing to your song and we can't <laughs> sing to our song. So it's just. Come on. I, I, nobody even requested love story, and I played that. I guess, that, and then yeah. and then we listened to it on the way home from the baseball game. Yeah, and everyone was just screaming, and it was the best. I don't know, but I feel like listening to music, 
like in the night on the way home to our dorm rooms like was the best i remember my like eighth grade girls group we were in was it jen and joel jen oh and you guys were you guys lifted the roof off the thing (laughs) jen joel and gloria we were all in the like van and queen jen decided that we could play um Deja Vu by... Good for you. Oh, yeah, Good For You. Yeah, it was Good For You, I thought. Yeah, Good For You by Olivia Rodrigo, and we were just screaming. Yeah, that's what Dad I heard. Dad said he couldn't hear after that. Yeah, there were a few that. times we got back to the dorm, and my ears were ringing a little bit. Well, also, um, it didn't happen just at night, for me at least. But um, <laughs> there was we were stuck in traffic, and there was like this big accident, and oh, we were yeah. waiting to get to the Royals game. And so we get past the accident and all, and... I'm like, can we play Favorite Crime? And that's by Olivia Rodrigo. And it's the same album as Good For You. And they turn it on. And it's like a slow song. So I thought I was just going to be like content. But I don't know what happened. Something just like came out of me. And I just like. <laughs> she was moved by the spirit. <laughs> I just screamed. And so then it made me stop. It was really sad. but They did? They yeah. shut you down? Huh? It was well, stressful yeah, with, then, the, with the accident out there? Well, we made it way past that. We had to sign in the game oh, and yeah. I was still singing and then they turned it down so I had to stop but oh, I was sure. screaming in my heart <laughs> so, Ryan yeah what did you think of our dances to Dum Dum and Church Clap uh, well they were bussing yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh but okay one out of ten how much energy do you think we had during those dances oh it was ten for sure we we okay McKenna Jocelyn and me carry that whole van because <laughs> the rest of the people were sleeping and then you played Dum Dum and yep. then we were all jamming out, yep. doing our dances. I think they were not happy with us. Well, but it's just, you so, know, these so are church the clap. I know who, who performs uh Dum Dum. Uh, well, it is uh, Tadashi and featuring Lecrae. Lecrae, okay. Lecrae does uh, church clap. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So it was good. Yeah, I love that it's that it's uh, uh, Christian music that you guys are like <laughs> that one rocks. <laughs> Ryan yeah, put us on Christian rap, and now I made a whole mission trip playlist. And did you go old school? Did you show them like D Boy and DC Talk and no, I did old school rappers. No, I did not. No, I I tried Jars of Clay one time, and that was one of these ones that they're describing. That was an L. L. Yeah, total total L. They so. don't, I wouldn't say jars of clay really pumps you up. They're more kind of, they, yeah. they mellow you out. At least yeah, that's, that's my experience. With yeah, them. we made a playlist with all the songs we listened to on the mission trip, um, including <laughs> Buttermilk Biscuits, Dum Dum, and Church Clap. Those are the three highlights. Yep. And um, then we have a lot of Taylor Swift, yep. like a lot. Bruno Mars. <laughs> Bruno Mars. And then there's like some, there's Miley Cyrus in there. Yeah. It's mostly 2010s music. Like, yeah. But it's a classic, so it's the class. Yeah, yep. those See, are classics. Now. This, this yeah. is how this is how much this is how much I love these children. I will endure Bruno Mars. Yes, What's wrong with Bruno yeah. Mars. Bruno Mars is the best. Yeah, L. It's a W. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, Ryan. so I have one more question. Then we need to get in those pictures because mm-hmm. we it, told it, people to, it, to go to yeah, Google. Yeah, but I want to ask. So both you guys had had parents with you. You had your dad. Brindley had her dad, uh, Emma had her mom. Yep. What was it, how was it having your parents with you on the trip? Um, honestly, so my mom came last year also. Yep. She came to Duluth. And I feel like it's just, I felt more like content almost. Because like, I always get nervous on these mission trips and like homesick also. Because like, I still miss my dad and stuff. But mm-hmm. just having like a parent with you, like getting to experience that, like get going with it. Getting to experience what we experienced with like your family is just better. I feel like almost so. Yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. Last year, <clears throat> I went on the Duluth mission trip. It was just me, Emma, and Grace for like eighth grade girls. Um, but me and Grace didn't have a parent along, and this year I switched to having my dad, and it was so much better. Like, I didn't feel homesick because I knew I had a parent there. I knew, um, you know, you could. It's just comfortable having someone, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was just gonna say that it's really neat that you can share that experience and those memories with one of your parents. <laughs> I mean, um, we we know in in the church that for someone who's in eighth grade, 
ninth grade, 10th grade, 11th grade, 12th grade, there's a bridge that happens. Like uh, a lot of times people get confirmed and then we don't see them again until they have kids of their own. But the difference maker of engaging and in, in continuing faith is for moms and dads to be engaged in sharing their faith with their kids and, and being mm-hmm. able to say, you know, we don't, I don't know all the answers. There's a lot of, it's a big world and, and God is pretty amazing and there's things we don't totally understand. And it's, it's okay for parents to say, I don't know the answer to that, but are willing to share their faith in Jesus with their kids and to, to, to share that with other people yeah. together, to serve people together. <laughs> and, it's pretty cool. And the interesting thing was that during the day, like I mentioned earlier, we were split up. Um, uh, their, your parents were on the, in the other group during the day. So Emma's mom was with, um, uh, Brinley and Brinley's dad was with Emma Mm -hmm. split up during the day, but then we came back at nighttime. So yeah, the way, the way it worked, we'd get up in the morning, do devotionals, get breakfast, make our lunch. Then we'd head out and do our service project or like a cultural experience. And then at, at nighttime, then we'd get back together to do whatever fun activity, that we were going to do. And we'll see some of those. I'll sprinkle some of these pictures that, that were, that we've been talking about in okay. along the way. So if you're watching this, you're probably seeing pictures already, but I can't guarantee it. Cause I haven't done it yet. <laughs> haven't edited, don't know. I have one more question for it's you. It's like Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. We got to remember to do this yeah. afterwards. Yeah. Travel back in time and hide the keys. Yeah. Yep. Did you pick up any uh, new lingo, Ryan? Oh, are you what? kidding me? Yeah, totally. Winner. Win- yeah. We we even I even I even helped form you taught the girls gang science is that what's going on <laughs> W oh W I see yeah. all right well, well we yeah. taught this to you yeah you did yeah and I wait was, wait wait did you teach them no this no 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 that that was theirs really yeah that was theirs but I taught him I taught him the the W the bird and what what the, I the am bird. showing is 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 the the girls threw up two fours with like, their hands like the like four, four horsemen and that's what I showed. Was the four horsemen, <laughs> but but that's uh, supposed to represent a W. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. Look at the webs. Or you can. Oh, okay. I can't do it with the bird. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, um, what was I gonna? I was gonna say something else. Um, so the other projects that we did, we did uh, the project here we've talked about, and we did. Uh, you guys did Amethyst Place. Brinley and and my group did not get a chance to do that one. Um, we did, uh, but we went to the, the garden, uh, after the harvest it's called. Did you guys do after? No, you didn't. You guys couldn't go. So after the harvest was, is a a farm where they donate some of their, um, leftover crops. They have people come in and pick them and then they take them to different places to distribute the food around Mm -hmm. Kansas city. So we had a chance to go see that. And then one of the places that they take the food to, uh, Canby's market, you guys both did Canby's Market, right? Um, that was one of my favorites too, actually. They um, gather food that's donated, and then they do a couple things with it. They will pack meals, kind of like Meals on Wheels here, um, and take them to to people throughout Kansas City. But the, the bigger thing that they do is they provide fresh fruits and vegetables to convenience stores, in what they call food deserts. So areas of Kansas City that don't have a grocery store or a place where you can get fresh fruits and vegetables within a half mile, mm-hmm. um, they they will... So I think they said they worked with 40 different wow. like convenience stores or, or places like that. And they the, people still have to buy them, but they're available, mm-hmm. which they normally wouldn't be to these mm-hmm. people within a close distance. Okay. So we did that, and then we talked about the food... Um, um, what was your favorite cultural experience while we were there? Um, so it wasn't as much of like a, it wasn't meant to be a cultural experience, I feel like, but I feel like it kind of turned into one. So we were supposed to go to the harvest place, the farm, but, um, it got canceled and we got to go around, um, to talk to just people that are walking around and we got to just ask if they wanted to sit down and eat lunch. And a lot of people just kind of ignored us or walked by. And um, there was one lady, she um, she couldn't eat lunch, but she we stopped her and she said, so what can we pray for? And she goes, we'll just pray for, like, all the, all, like, the murders and stuff going around on the world and, like, all the sadness. And so 
we got to pray for that with her. And then we stopped by this guy, and he rode bike past us for a while. His name was Alfred. He was from Liberia, and um, he had been living in America for about 20 years in Kansas City for, like, about 10 years. And he was living in, like, America, and he has no family in America. He was all alone, and we go, what can we pray for? Like, how can we pray for you? And he goes, my son, he's stuck back in Liberia, and he's unable to get a visa. And it was just kind of amazing how we just got to sit down and pray with him, like, for something that we didn't even know him, and we got to, like, just have such, like, a meaningful experience with, like, someone you don't know. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. And Brinley, your your dad uh, told me that story that night, and it was, it sounds like it was pretty powerful, pretty emotional thing. Mm-hmm. So how about you, Brinley? What was your favorite cultural experience? Um, One of them was just going on that, um, what's it called? Like walk in my shoes. Oh, the, the homeless the, walk. Yep, right? yep. That was pretty amazing. Even though we didn't see many homeless people, mm-hmm. you could still... I don't know. It was, like, powerful in a way. So you can, like, take the same route they right. would, you know. The Sojourner's mm-hmm. uh, Circle, it's called. Yeah, yeah. it's an area in Kansas City where they can get a lot of, um, they can, they can like, the library is there. And they can hang out in the library. They're able to go in and hang out all day as long as the library is open um, and not get kicked out mm-hmm. and, and hang out, get out of the heat or out of the cold or rain or whatever it is. Um, so, yeah. That security guard in the library, she was so awesome. She was, you know, she, if, let's say you walked in and then, like, a homeless man walked in right behind you, she, she would greet you the same. Yep. yep. She didn't make anyone leave. She just said, hi, welcome to the library. And you could tell that she knew some of the people that were walking in. Um. So the, I think that was cool. I also just liked... Um, going to the city market, is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Um, the city market and walking around. I think you, you saw so many different people there. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like what Kansas City is about. You know, there's not. Fargo, I feel like sometimes it's just kind of the same. There's like a lot of the same people. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Kansas City has a lot of different people and cultures and religions. It's, and it's very diverse. Yes, yeah. it is. Yep. And I don't think it's the city, like, I don't know. I just don't think anyone is has a problem with that. Yeah. I think everyone's like, yep, this is Kansas City. This is what we represent. Sure. And, yeah, that's what stuck out to me. Is Kansas City like San Francisco, where there's places that are really poor and places that are really uh, rich and taken care of? Yeah, but not, <clears throat> not as... Um, Kansas City is Kansas City proper is so condensed that you can be standing here in a very affluent part of San Francisco and look right and you can see right there like you know a, a really poor area poor area um, so it's it's right there and it seems like. In That's San, San Francisco, right? Yes. Did I did I mess that up? I'm right. sorry. Yeah. In in San Francisco is so condensed that you can stand in one spot. Kansas City is all spread out, but it also seemed like in in San Francisco, um, the extremes were they were very way more apparent. <clears throat> very apparent. Like in in San Francisco, like wow, okay, this is a nice area of town, or oh my gosh we got to get the kids out of here as soon as we can. Mm-hmm. Where in Kansas City, it wasn't that mm-hmm. extreme, mm-hmm. you know. And the, the homeless um, issue in San Francisco was much much more prevalent, too. I mean, they were on yeah. the streets. They were sitting on the sidewalks. They were, I mean, there's, in San Francisco, I think they said there's like 10,000 homeless people. And, wow. I mean, you can tell, tent cities all over the place. We didn't see that in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. And part of that could be, in San Francisco, I don't think the homeless people can just come and hang out in places and not get booted out. Where in in, in Kansas City, in Kansas places. City, like we said, they can hang out in the library or whatever. And mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Were and, you able to do stuff on both like Kansas City, Kansas, and Kansas City, Missouri? No, we didn't let them go to Kansas. Oh. 
No, I'm kidding. Yeah, we were on both sides. <laughs> yeah. Just when I went to Kansas City, it was a very stark difference between when you were on the Missouri side versus the Kansas side. Actually, um, th- do you guys remember the the story of of um, the uh, was it Troost Troost Avenue? Yeah. Street. Yeah. Yep. I don't remember the story, but I remember we were going down the road, and Aaron, one of the CSM leaders, goes, "This is the street." And when we cross it, we're not in, I can't remember if it was Missouri or Kansas anymore, but we're not in the state we were in. So that, that is, uh, that's. Hey, Toto, I don't think we're in Kansas. <laughs> Anyone else go there? Yeah. Okay. So that's, that's state, I think it's state boulevard or state street or something like that. But there's another one, Troost Avenue. And on, on one side, um, during, um, pro, uh, not prohibition during the civil rights movement Mm -hmm. or before that on one side was blacks only. The other side was whites only Mm -hmm. and they kept them very separate. And even after um, that was illegal, they rezoned areas of town Mm -hmm. and just made it difficult for um, blacks to cross that line or for, you know, to go back and forth. It was like, called, like to physically go back and forth or, or like redlining, like, or like red, oh, redlining, okay. redlining. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Brindley, were you going to say something? Oh, okay. Um, so yeah. So there, there was a lot of those cultural kind of experiences. My favorite and this crosses over into the fun activity was, uh, the blue room. The blue, I thought the blue room was my favorite. Um, that is a jazz club that's been in operation since the twenties. You brought a bunch of kids to the club. Oh man, I, you guys don't know this, but I went back and forth all day long about whether or not we should go to the blue room, which is why you didn't know about it until that night. Sweating bullets. I yeah. was. But it was so fun. It I don't was. know what you were stressed about because I had a great time, you know? Well, so if you, if you go, not all um, jazz clubs or blues houses are age appropriate. Right. So. So we drove by there on our prayer tour. We did a prayer tour where we drove all over Kansas City and and learned about different areas and stopped and prayed for for the city. But we drove by the Blue Room, and they're like, this is the Blue Room. It's a jazz club that's been in operation since the 1920s. And the first thing that popped into my head is we should go there. And (laughs) and so I look it up, and they're only open certain nights, and Monday night was one of them. Mm -hmm. So I thought, well, this is perfect. We could go. And then I, like, am looking some more, and I'm looking at pictures, and it's, like, dark. You know, like like mm-hmm. like physically dark in there. And I'm like, okay. And then I see pictures where it, like the bar is lit up, and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> so then I start looking at reviews, and they're like, no food, live jazz, fun atmosphere, all this kind of stuff. And uh, uh, there's they serve alcohol and pop, and I'm like, ah, rats. I can't take these kids to a drunken jazz fest right right. i'm gonna get drove out of town you know (laughs) so i'm going back and forth all day and i'm going to trip advisor and looking (laughs) why didn't you just call them i tried oh so uh, i went to their like i said they're only open certain Mm -hmm. nights okay so i go to their facebook page and the second uh second question under frequently asked questions is uh are kids uh, are kids allowed and it said kids are encouraged to come they need to be accompanied by an adult and i'm like well of course their website's gonna say that so i sent them a message on facebook i didn't get anything back i even had i even texted tabitha and asked her to do a little research because i couldn't i couldn't do it while mm-hmm. we were doing all our stuff and so finally we, the the adults all get together and we're like all right this is what we're gonna do we're gonna go there but we're going to tell the kids, because you probably got this speech, we're going to go in, and if we say it's time to go, we're just leaving. You remember that? That was because we're like, we have no idea what we're walking into here. And so uh, we told them, if we say it's time to go, no questions, you just come with us, and away we go. And you had to get, they were free tickets, but you had to register because Mm -hmm. they only allow so many people in this place because it's small. Mm -hmm. And... um, so we get there and we're we're walking in and I'm like, don't be a bust. Don't be a bust. Don't be a bust. And we walk in and it was great. They were interacting with you guys and stuff. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. I remember they asked us um, where we were from. Like there was a guy that went up and sang and we, I feel like we stuck out a lot because. We were loud. Yeah, we were loud <laughs> and we came in kind of late. I don't know. It was just, and we're a big group, you know. 
So he went on stage and he said, hey, where are you guys from? And no one spoke. So I remember Jocelyn was like, Fargo, North Dakota. <laughs> and then he was like, oh, are you like for a school trip? And then no one spoke again. So Jocelyn was like, church. <laughs> and it, it was fun. It, I had a great time there because we had Shirley Temples and we were dancing. And it was just a fun environment there. Yep. Yeah, it, w- it was really cool. And and I said it later, if I would have decided, because I was very close to just saying, if I'm having this bad of vibes about it, maybe we should just scrap this thing. But if I would have decided that we should scrap it and then come back there like a year or two later and actually went there, I'd have been like, oh, L. Right. That would have been a total <laughs> fail. Mm-hmm. And the people there were just like so nice. Like, I don't know, but the lady that was... um giving us just drinks she just like treated us like she went out of her way it felt like just to be nice and when we were leaving everyone was just saying goodbye to us and they were all so sweet and it was just a great place so yep yep it was really fun what's it called the blue room the blue room yeah yeah it was it was a lot of fun we have pictures of that too that that uh, could be in front of you right now i have no idea because i haven't edited this yet (laughs) time will tell (laughs) so all right rapid fire we'll go through some pictures here i'll just start at the beginning here we've got. Um, we were at um, the art museum. We didn't go into it, but outside there's a big, there's like big birdies, and they're like marked one of the biggest birdies in the world or something, or in the U.S. Badminton birdies. Badminton birdies, yeah. And um, <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's a cute way to <laughs> talk about birds. Yeah. But, yep. but yeah, it was, our group just took a picture in front of it, and we also got to go to a glass museum, a uh, glass maze after that. Me and Grace kind of biffed it, but it's, it's okay. <laughs> I, I, you know what? You got to tell the story. You don't have to name names, but you have to tell the story. It sounds to me like there was we were close to an emergency room visit at the glass, oh, no. the, the glass room, right? Oh, or, yeah. Um, <laughs> so we were going through the glass maze, and Aaron has been through this many times because he just knows what this is. And we get in the glass maze, and we're like, okay, this is like towards the end. And I'm walking, and there's this turn, and I'm like, this is farther ahead. And there's this, like, really clear piece of glass. And I don't know what happened, but I just, like, my feet just kept moving. I didn't stop. (laughs) There was this big thud. And everyone looked at me. I'm like, hey, guys. Um, And then, so I was okay. I was fine. But then we thought we were leaving. But then there's, like, this triangle. And you have to go all the way back through the maze again to get out. And Grace was going in front of me. And... We thought we were going to leave, but there was another turn and, like, you had to, like, loop around again. But Grace just kept walking, and she, like, started skipping out, and she just, like, went straight into the glass. (laughs) (laughs) There was the biggest thud I've ever heard because she went so fast into the glass, and it was so funny. Evidently, the glass is pretty clear. Yes. Yeah. Well, and Could pretty great Windex commercial. Unbreakable glass. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. It's, uh, yeah. Can you imagine people running into that oh, yeah. full speed? <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, yeah, we did not. Our group didn't stop there. Sorry, Brindley. Okay. What do we got going on here? Um, That's some members of my group. That's Annika and Jocelyn and Jen. That's us sorting medical supplies at the Subtropolis Underground Project Cure Place and we went through boxes of medical donated medical supplies. Cool. All right, let's see. Um, some of these are duplicates, I think. So, oh, there's a, a, a picture of Subtropolis. What'd you guys think of that when you were driving around in there? To be honest, I thought this would be like a horror movie scene place. <laughs> this is the end. Well, it got like dark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It got dark. And yeah, it. It's up, to, it's up to 160 feet underground in yeah. certain places. So. And wow. I don't like being... <laughs> well, okay, when I was a kid, when we did those, like, when we had a bunch of snow and we did those snow tunnels, yeah, I hated that. I hate <laughs> being in, like, a tight place that you're... I don't know. So, I f- that... I'm, Claustrophobic. Yeah, yeah. I'm not mm-hmm. really... Yeah, I could see that, especially if the power went out. That'd be a bummer. Scary. Okay, let's see here. Uh, we'll skip through. Um, oh, this is, uh, here's one. Yeah, so, um, oh, that's that picture. Okay, so um, <laughs> we were sorting through potatoes at the market, and I pick up this potato, and it's slimy. <laughs> and I'm like, 
this isn't a potato, but it was a potato. And I pick it up, and there's this weird smell, and I throw it, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> and then I rub my face, and I started oh. gagging. And I, like, in this picture, I'm running away from the thing. I threw my, <laughs> I accidentally threw my gloves in the compost, so there's gloves in the compost now, but it was terrifying, and I don't know if I can ever go back. It was horrible. <laughs> uh, I did not know that story until you just told yeah, it. So that's you right it. there bolting, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. All right, let's see what else we got. Um, so is this some more of those? Uh, this is one of the other girls on the trip, but is that some of those nasty? Oranges. Or, nasty oranges. Yeah, they went through that for about two hours, and there was this, they had like a huge crate. It was like six by five feet, and they <laughs> ended up with a crate that was like one by two feet. That was all good. That was really good. Okay. So. And, well, you know, that's, that's part of the deal. I mean, they get whatever they can get, and uh, sometimes it's, um, it's unfortunately just not, uh, not, not good. Did you guys notice all the hearts around town like that? I think, yeah, they, I think they're doing like, I don't know. It's, I've, it's I've over heard, now. I, what? Yeah. Well, I've heard they were like, I've heard about it. July 10th was the last day. Did they take them down? The, yeah. July, there, there June were, 10th. June 10th? Or I'm sorry, June 10th. There were, um, uh, these hearts all over that artists made kind of like the Buffalo here in Fargo, you know, that are all over the place. Mm -hmm. They did these hearts all over uh, Kansas city. And um, um, yeah, we were, we got to be there. So we have pictures in front of a bunch of the hearts and stuff. Uh, Let's see here. We'll just go through and fun. Oh, did you, did you see one you want to talk about? Where at? Which one? Wait, yeah, that one. This one? All right. Wait, no, we should do the ones with all the shades. So go over two. That two. way. Other way. This way? Yeah, that way. That way. I can't see it. There go right, there. there we go. right there? Yes. All right. So this picture is my new favorite picture because all of us are wearing shades. Um, <laughs> The middle three are wearing pajama pants and the outside three are wearing shorts. And, you know, we're just all chilling. But we were at, we were doing a prayer tour. A prayer tour? Yeah. yeah. So we went to different places. We did. We went down Truce Avenue. Um, yep. We saw, like, an abandoned hospital. Yep. Oh, okay. And. Yeah. We went, uh, they, 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 our first morning, they took us all around Kansas City and kind of told us the history of Kansas City and some of the struggles that they've had. And they took us, like, down the street where the. Um, the nicest houses in in Kansas mm-hmm. City mm-hmm. are, mm-hmm. and that was the first day to kind of give us like a this is this is where you are and this is who we're serving. Mm-hmm. And then we would stop in certain spots and pray for the city. And this was one of them outside the World War One mm-hmm. uh, museum, which I did not know was in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. It was an amazing view. Um, mm-hmm. We were right by this huge like tower thingy. What, yeah. What is it like a mon? Yeah. Is it a monument? That yeah. was the World War One. Yeah. Monument. Yeah, but what's like the pillar thingy? Yeah, that was it. That's the oh. monument. Mm-hmm. But what yeah. does it represent? The, the, the World War One Museum, <laughs> I guess. Okay. <laughs> did you guys get to go up that tower? Uh, no, I it don't know if money. you did it. I yeah, didn't look. I did. I think it was like fifteen dollars for tickets. Oh wow. That would have costed us a lot. So, all right, here's a picture of. Um, um, you guys didn't get to go to this one, Emma. Yeah. Brinley, we were at that one. So this picture, I don't know what it was called. We were gleaning, though. Yeah. We were supposed to. But we kind of only picked some weeds um, in the greenhouse. Yeah, th- there wasn't anything quite ready enough mm-hmm. to, to pick yet. This was one, the the farm that I talked about earlier where they let people come in and when they have uh, too much mm-hmm. and pick um, um, mostly vegetables, tomatoes, peppers, things like that. Um, do you remember the story about the, the, like the, it wasn't the Carolina Reaper. It was, mm. should I tell it? Yeah. So, um, this guy, you can see him, he has the yellow shirt and he's, um, on the far right. I think. Yeah. So, um, he, he owns and like, he doesn't own, right. Does he own? He volunteers there. I think I can't remember, but yeah, he's a, I think he plays a huge part in that farm. Mm-hmm. Um, he grows peppers, and he had the idea to grow some hot peppers. Were they 
They were not. They, they weren't were, the Carolina Reapers. They were the next. The next mm-hmm. one down. What's what, what's the next hottest pepper, DJ? Do you remember? Not a ghost pepper. Not a Carolina Reaper. It was. Is it the yeah. bonnet one? A green pepper. It was in between. I, I don't I don't know. Habanero pepper? Uh. No, no, it was hotter than that. But okay. anyway, it was it, it was, was a, it was a really hot pepper. Um and he also just has normal peppers. Yep. So um volunteers come and pick or no, there's a market every Saturday, right? I think so, yeah. Um and they sell peppers, but someone volunteers come and pick peppers, like yep. pick the peppers to get ready for the market. So someone that volunteered to pick the peppers accidentally picked some of the hottest peppers and he mixed them in <laughs> to <laughs> some normal peppers. So everyone was like, well, we don't know if these are hot peppers or normal peppers. Right. So That's half the fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It sounds like it didn't go over well. Yeah, it this didn't. This is what it boils down to. But now I don't think you're allowed to buy any peppers nope. there anymore because the- then they don't let us. Yeah, they have them very well marked. <laughs> there was the streetcar. Do you want me to talk about it? Sure. Or you, you both can. It's up yeah, to you. I'll go first and then. So this is an amazing picture. Look at all of us. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we were in a streetcar. The streetcar is actually free um, to Kansas City. and All of the public transit is free. The yeah. buses and the, the streetcar, which is like their inner city light rail system, yeah. is I free. I think that's why I love Kansas because... Kansas City because they're so inclusive mm-hmm. like of homeless people you know they don't make them feel like they're anything less than a human you know they're mm-hmm. just they're inclusive which I like but anyways we went um all the way from City Market to Union Station which is about a 40 minute I think round trip it was 40 minutes yeah so round yeah. trip um which it was really cool I liked it um and there's different seating like if there was one I remember that you could flip down the seats mm-hmm. for strollers. Um, and then you can, I don't know. It's just like any other bus, but I feel like it was more clean than sure. other buses. Yeah. So I had fun. Emma, what did you think of it? Um, I think it was cool. And um, we got to, we took the whole route. I don't know if, I bet you guys did that too. But yep. um, on the route, we saw a guy and I think he was kind of homeless and I'm not sure, though, but, I mean, they were just, like, everyone, like, the people that was, like, running the bus, they were just so nice to everyone, and, like, um, I didn't know this, but um, when they get to the end of the route, they'd have to get off, like, everyone had to clear the bus, and then they'd have to switch to the other side of the the bus so mm-hmm. that they could change directions, and um, Apparently, they do that to, like, discourage homeless people from going on there. But, like, the fact that they, like, still allow them on there mm-hmm. and, like, they just, like, let them on there. I think it's just so cool. Yeah. Yep. That was good. Brinley, were you talking about um, Liberty Tower? Yes. The memorial? Th- so, yeah. the tower is crowned with four sculptures. The guardian spirits of, um, uh, they represent protectors of peace, each holding a sword and named for a virtue, honor, courage, patriotism, and sacrifice. And from the top of it, from the Liberty Memorial, you have a view of like Union Station and the whole city. Yeah. So that's the whole point of the Liberty Memorial. The skyline there was really, really pretty. I remember it was yeah. one of my favorite. Oh, Ryan. What? Um, I just remembered this. Do you have any pictures of us on the big screen? Uh, I do. You better <laughs> tell the story. All right. So. Basically, we, um, my group, so Ryan's group too, we got there first because Emma's group was stuck in traffic. Yep. Um, when she was singing. Apparently. Yeah, when she was singing. Yes. Um, so Which may have helped cause the traffic. Everyone yes, wanted to. I think so. Catch the show. Stop yep. and listen to. So basically, we, me, Jocelyn, and McKenna, we were dancing and we got on the big screen. It was kind of awkward, to be honest. <laughs> but then the other group showed up. So we were trying our hardest to get on the big screen. I think um, everyone kind of left. It was getting slower. I don't know. It was towards the end of the game. But we were all dancing, and we got on it. And then we were like, okay, well, two times the charm. So that's that picture right there is just That us. was the first one, Yeah, right? that was the first one, me, McKenna, and Jocelyn. Yep. The second one, it was the whole group, pretty much. Ryan was doing a Squidward dance. <laughs> um, yeah. And then... I'll find it. We got, we got it, it a third time. We got on it a third time. Yep. 
And that's, I think that's like a record or something because <laughs> we were all dancing again. Yeah, Emma was in it too. Like the the yeah. circuit, second time you didn't, I didn't get in it, right? It. I only made it once, but she, yeah. Well, and if I caught it right, Ryan, uh, th- this was international um, exposure because weren't they playing like they were playing the Blue Jays? The Blue yep. Jays, yep, <laughs> yep, worldwide. That's right. Yep. And it was Dollar Dog Night. It was. So I had four hot dogs. Woo! <laughs> yeah. yep. I had. I was hungry. So um, we went in there, and uh, uh, I challenged Anders to a hot dog eating contest. <laughs> um, and uh, I just, all I needed was one more than Anders. So I finished with five. Wow. If he'd, if he'd have gone up again, I'd have had to go back. But he thank- wanted to, but it was close. So you're lucky, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> you better watch out next time. Red Hawks. Red, Red Hawks, do they have he, a dollar dog name? No, but still it counts. So. <laughs> he might just show up to church one Sunday with just a whole lot of yeah, hot, hot dogs, dogs and some buns. And mm-hmm. Well, first he, was ta- first he was talking about speed eating them, and I'm like, no, 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 no. I already said no ER visits on this trip. We're, <laughs> we're not having anybody choke on a hot dog. Having to do the Heimlich would count as an it, ER visit. Yeah, no, no good. So, well, we just have a few minutes left. Um uh, why don't you give us some final thoughts on 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 the trip? Um, well, okay. So I'll go through two of my favorite memories on the trip. So one of them was kind of meaningful, and one of them was just something that happened. But um, so after we went to the amethyst place, um, I was like, everyone was so touched because like it was such like a heartwarming moment just to see all those kids like just being able to bring a smile to their faces, kind of. It was just so heartwarming, and, like, we look over in the sky, and the sunset's just, like, beautiful, and then we see a rainbow in the sky, and, like, you could just feel, like, God was, like, there, and you just knew it. He was, like, trying to talk to you, and, like, we could all just feel it, and it was just an amazing moment, but um, also another thing that happened is, so Ryan decided to pull a prank on one of our members... This Ryan happened. did. I thought I was. Like I thought I was. I thought I was going to get by without this story no, coming up. No. Um. And so one of our Annika, she accidentally spilled ice cream on a car. Things happen. And so Ryan is on the phone. He's pretending to be on the phone, and he goes, "Okay, hold on. That, that so this this happened at the ice cream joint. We went back, and this is about a half hour later. Now I grab my mm-hmm. phone. Yep. And he picks it up and goes. What did you No, you just, you didn't say anything. You're just like saying, okay, yeah. And then you yelled Annika for Annika to come over. And she's like, I don't know, 50 yards away. I had to holler yep. to get her to come back. And then he goes, you said she was wearing a pink shirt. And then he goes, Annika, did you spill ice cream on a car? And she goes, yeah, yeah, I did. And she goes, I think I got her. And she hands over the phone and no one's there. So she's like trying to talk to this guy that's non-existent. She thinks she's getting the cops called on her. She's freaking out. And Ryan's laughing. So everyone was, I don't know why this made me mad because I wasn't even involved. I just thought. You were madder than she was. Well, I just wanted to dump water on you. That was just. <laughs> but, um, so, so then I found out later the, the entirety of the next day was uh, Emma plotting against me. <laughs> really? Yeah. So we were going to, we had to change our plan. Unfortunately, we were going to pretend that the KCPD was calling. Because we were going to change my mom's number to KCPD, like her contact name. In my phone somehow. No, it was going to be Joel's phone. But, like, Joel did not want to be involved. So we're like, okay, we're not going to do this because this is just going to take too long. So we get back. And on, like, the last 10 minutes of the drive, I go, you know what, guys? We're getting, we're going to go to the ice machine. We're going to get bottles of ice, water, and, like, just fill it up. So then, well, we go, well, what about his wallet and his phone? And we're like, oh, well, yeah, we're not going to do that. We're not that mean. But, um... (laughs) We grab it, and um, so Haley went, um, was like, can I borrow your wallet to see the Bill of Rights? So we got that. I have a Bill of Rights in my wallet. Yes. Good. And so also our safe word when Ryan came down was pineapple juice. I don't know if you caught that. But no, huh? We yelled pineapple juice when you came down, so we were all ready. But um, then <laughs> <laughs> Gloria. The <laughs> intricacies of this plan. Yeah, yeah this is. <laughs> Gloria got the phone, one of the CSM leaders, Gloria, and we all like we have a video of it, and you can just see us all start creeping in, and we're all like huddled around him. We're just talking, and 
I scream, no! And everyone just starts dumping water on him. And it was really funny. You got the CSM people to join you? What a That's coup. That's awesome. Yeah. A yeah. plot. Arrows a plot to my right push. and my left. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty fun. It sounds like it was well-deserved too, Ryan. Yeah. No. No. It was, yeah, it was fun. <laughs> All right, Brindley, how about you? Any final thoughts on the trip? Um, I'm just going to share two things as well. But one is just, I don't know, something about mission trips, like, in the van. I don't know. After supper, I had so much energy. Like, I could not stop, like, laughing or, you know, smiling. And I think it's just because these bonds with these people that you create, like, they're going to last a while because you know they are, you know, going to grow in Christ with you, which I think is really meaningful. Mm -hmm. But... My favorite part was the ride home, and we were all, um, I don't know, me and Grace, we were napping, but we woke up from our naps, and we were going to play, like, what, it, what cue? Yeah, we had we a had, cue. We had a cue of all music, like, all the music that we wanted, and we were just screaming, and I think that, w I was just, it was, I was happy in that moment. It was really mm -hmm. fun, and, yeah, and then... I had the same experience as Emma. Like, we were driving home one night, and we had Hills... What were we playing? We were playing some sort of worship music, and the sunset was beautiful. You could see rain, like, in the um, distance, and it was it was really pretty. And then we got um, home. I think that was the same night that you poured water on him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that night, that day... The whole week was just awesome. So, if there's any kids listening to this, go on a mission trip. It is worth it, and you just, it's so much fun. Yeah, one more. Yeah, go ahead. Um, so, on Thursday, I'd have to say that was, like, obviously the whole week was meaningful and all, but Thursday was just, like, you Thursday could. night, yeah. yeah. So, last year what we did for, like, a kind of closing, we got, our, like, a feet washing like Jesus did, and then. Um, in Kansas City, what we did that was kind of like our closing and like our reflection is so they had stations and it was like prayer stations. Um, you could like write out a prayer or you could draw out a prayer. And so my me and Brindley kind of started at um, the drawing and we finished drawing and I went to go sit down. And everyone was like really emotional because like you just felt so power like God was so powerful in that moment. Like everyone was so emotional. And I went out and I was I was crying because I was just an amazing moment, and um, we, me and Brinley sat out there for a while, and just kind of, like, just sat there, and, like, it was just so powerful, and then getting to sit with my group, and, like, feeling that, and, like, knowing that we're gonna be confirmed, and, like, God's words, like, with together, and we're brothers and sisters in Christ, just, it's, like, an amazing moment, knowing, like, you get to experience that, and, like, some people don't get that experience, so, like, if you want to go on a mission trip, don't, like, second-guessing second guess yourself because you you won't regret it so mm -hmm. yeah yeah that la that last night was was pretty good so i got two things first of all are you sure that you weren't laughing because of my dad jokes <laughs> no <laughs> okay and the the other thing so that last night was pretty powerful and uh anders walked off and he was by himself sitting on on a little curb thing and i i watched him for a while and uh i was like yeah he's having a moment right now and so I went over there, and uh, uh, you know we're dudes. Mm -hmm. Dudes, dudes don't show emotion. Nope. So, and the girls were the girls were were all crying. We were bawling because we were all writing our prayers, and I don't know. It was just really emotional. And, <laughs> Justin, I was crying, and then she started crying more, and then I started crying more. And we were all <laughs> yeah, we were. All, they were, they were all crying, and I think Anders. I don't want to throw him under the bus. So this it may not have been this way, but I think that he was getting a little emotional too. Sure. And this happened last year too. And so, so I went over and I could tell that, that he was having, that, that, uh, he was trying to keep things together. So I went over and I sat down next to him and I said, Anders, he looks over at me and I said, the chicks are all balling again. No. <laughs> that stopped it right yeah, there. That broke it up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> No, it was good. The whole trip was good. And you guys were great. And I said this um, when we got back, but I want to say it again, that it is great having a group. I've been on 
seven or eight mission trips now. So I've seen a lot of other groups on mission trips and, um, Ours, hands down, is the best every single time because I never have to worry about taking you guys places that are and you being disrespectful or causing problems like you're doing now. (laughs) You guys are great. You are. You're great. Every time I take you somewhere, I love it. So I'm glad you came along. You're welcome. All right. Of course. Anytime. Word. You're so welcome. Well, you know what? Um, (laughs) you, You guys learned how to pray. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering if you would pray now. Sure, I got this. Pray. Here, do you wait? Do you want to start it and then I'll end it? Yeah, like yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll pump your nice. Wait, okay. and then move the mic. Mm-hmm. Dear God, we thank you for this day. We thank you for the beautiful weather outside. And God, I thank you that we can come together and just like recap and talk about you and how you've changed us and what you did in us last week and. We thank you for that, and God, I pray for each and every person listening online right now, and that they are powered by you, and they are known. You are known to them, and God, I pray that you keep doing what you're doing, and everyone that in this church, and yeah. God, today we just thank you for um, Ryan, Sarah, and DJ for inviting us, me and Emma, to this podcast. Um, we thank you for mission trips. We thank you for um, the people that make it happen and for the people that, you know, make kids want to go. Um, I pray for um, safe travels on the next mission trip, and I pray that many other kids will get moved in Christ like I did. And all Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you. It's, it's tough to get the adults to pray. Right. Now, right? They had no hesitation. That was awesome. <laughs> w. All right. Well, I'm. I thank you guys for coming on. This is great. You're welcome. Are they going to get to Anytime. say your closing word too, Ryan? They don't know my closing. Oh. They, they, no. They, <laughs> they're, they're that podcast noobs. I don't think they've ever listened, but they will now. So I listened to one. Did you? Yep. Oh. I've listened to Uno as well. Oh, one fan. Nice. Well, good. So, well, I'll, I'll go through it quickly. If you want to find, what is that? They're throwing number up gang one. signs hashtag again. Number one. Oh, hashtag oh. number one. I like that. So uh, you can find all of our, uh, all of our, our stuff on YouTube, atonementfargo.org and atonement.live. You can join us this coming and every Sunday at 9 and 1030 on any of those places for worship services. And so for Pastor DJ Luris, Sarah DeYoung, I almost said Sarah Mashevsky, Sarah DeYoung, <laughs> Brindley Donut, and Emma Hubden is, I'm Ryan Janke. Thank you for joining us. And we'll... <laughs> Join us next time for another riveting episode of that podcast. Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye.